So welcome <laughs> to episode two of, well, actually, the, technically the first episode of Talk Yo Shit, the podcast. What's going on? I'm William. I am. A, we can't keep saying who we are. They know who we are by now. <laughs> if not, y'all better find out. You know, our name's going to be real big real soon. Get to it. Yes, chop, chop. get into this. Check my resume. Check my everything. How I take your saying and make it my saying. That's a damn <laughs> one shame. It's okay when we get on reality TV. That's I'm, that's gonna be a gift. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm gonna yep. say it. All right, so let's talk about some good black television shows. I still love my Queen Sugar. Oh, support yes. black films, black TV shows, y'all. Support them, support them, support them. I yes. love me my black shows. Mm, I love oh black shows are. I mean, and I feel like. In the 90s, we had a lot of good black shows. You know what I mean? And I feel like mm-hmm. now... I mean, I feel like we always had good black shows. People say, oh, we're happy. No, we've always had good black shows. But now, you know, we got we got Oprah's Network. You know, we have a lot of black shows coming out that are really representing us in so many different ways. Like, Queen Sugar is, like, amazing. Like, the book... I had to read the book because the book, I mean, the show is just like all that. And like, I think the actors are good. I love that they got actors that weren't like known, known. They were like new actors on the rise. So, you know, we have a new generation of actors coming in. Like we have our new, you know, Denzels and people coming in. So... I don't know. I love Queen Sugar. The last episode of Queen Sugar, I was crying because everybody was just such in a good place. Like, everybody was just, like, in love. Black love was just really, like, at its point. Like, when Ralph Angel proposed, I was like, what? Like. It's about time. First, the first season, I'm like, he don't need her. And then the second season, I'm like, right, we all okay. I, that I want way. them back together. Yes, I was, I was like, yeah, I, I really. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's his side, there's her side. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give her a chance because she was, you know, who she was, and he had a right to be mad at her. But I also was rooting for them because they had a son. So it was like. It wasn't just like, oh, she he broke up with her. They had a son. They have a family. So to see them three work it out and them back together, it was just like a beautiful thing. And I just right. really, I'm like, I'm hoping that they don't try to like rip them apart or something. I hope they get back together. I mean, I hope they like stay together, you know. But like, they are like my favorite couple. But well, you know what? I'm buying Hollywood. They they're fun. Loyals, loyal son. They loyal. Yes, but you know we are Listen, loyal. When to he each came other. back from uh, when he first of all when he kept, when he hopped off, I'm like, why he got a random bus pulling up? When he hopped off that bus, it was, I ain't, I was so happy. Like he yes. came back with his woman. Yes, you better come back, get it together. I was so happy. Because I was worried. I was like, see, I don't know if they're going to get back. Because they spent a couple of episodes apart. And I said, oh, man. But I'm also worried. I hope Aunt Vi isn't sick. Is something going on with her? 
physically that we have yet to know about, I think. So I'm hoping that, you know, we figure out. I don't know if they better not cut her off or if we're going to fight. Oh, yeah, we are going to fight. I'm going to fight everybody. Don't be killing everybody off. She better, uh, have, it better be a cure for whatever she got. Okay? Right. It better be a cure. And we better watch the whole thing and she better she better be cured in the end. Um and Charlie, um I I love Charlie. And I like that she got her swerve when she got her little, you know, her little man. Charlie is needed, but she's starting to annoy me. I know she can be annoying, but I like who she represents. You know, I like she finally got a man. She can stop being a little uptight, little I Chris. Know. She is such like the 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 lights. They they really typecasted her like the light skin girl that's just like they did. <laughs> but I really loved Queen Sugar for. Her. I I always loved it, but what I really liked was with it with it was when they had an episode of if y'all didn't watch it y'all need to get on Queen Sugar seriously but the episode where Micah gets pulled over by the cops oh lord and they take him in and you know what you know what happened when he came out because of mm-hmm. you know it just messed him up so young so I ain't gonna say nothing so and, it, and like and like she said ain't nothing to be embarrassed about you allowed her so it matters but like that's all too real thing because nobody knew where he was he could have been dead. He could have been killed. Like nobody knew, and that's the reality. Of what we're going through mm-hmm. today. So I love when black shows speak on black issues. Yes. I love when black people speak on black issues. What I hate is when people who have power decide that they're not going to use their power, their influence, to help a situation, but you will use your power to make money off of black people. Mm, that's a that's whole different deep. topic. We can get into another day. Yes, but you know, that's exploitation, that's my issue. basically. But it's mm-hmm. another day. But go ahead, keep going. Use like Queen. Honestly, Queen Sugar is like I love. I, I love every aspect. Yes. Of it, that's a wonderful show. And if you have not watched it, you truly need to get into it. Um, but yeah, I do definitely. We can talk on that. Uh, the next one, I really do love because uh, now, now that I said it, I really do feel some type of way about that because it's a whole bunch of things that I can mention. And talk about all these. Everybody wanna. So let's get into it now. Let's talk about how people don't want to speak on their black issues, but they love being black. Let's talk about Young Thug. How oh. he even said in an interview that no, no, because I just thought about because now I'm starting to get pissed off. Because first of all, when it comes to hip hop, I want real hip hop. I don't want fake hip hop. I don't mm-hmm. want fake music. I want to understand what you're saying. Right. This man said he doesn't feel it's his place to speak on what's police brutality, what's going on with black kids or black America. But you're making your money off of black people. But you're making your money. Actually, you're not making your money off of black people. You're making money off of the white people because black people put you on. And when black people put somebody on, the white people want to come in and get put on. That's the reality of the situation because ain't no black person buying your music because you trash. Tell them. Tell them. Y'all are now getting a glimpse of William who tells it like it is. Listen, no, because I, I really like that it, it yes. just sat on my heart. Yes. Because Get it how off. do you, as a black person, don't want to speak on your own people, don't want to speak on your own issues, don't want to help your community? Yeah. You have money, but mm-hmm. what you don't, you, you being stupid, you disrespecting black women, you went to that airport and called them nappy headed hoes. Mm. Like, that, and that's acceptable to you? 
Yeah. You was raised by a black woman. That's why your mama made you go back and apologize to them women. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, you said a lot, but it is, and it's, it was true. I feel like these rappers really, they perplex me because, like you said, your mama's black, your family's black. That's like rappers and the singers like Kodak Black I don't really know many songs that he sings he but when he what did he say he only he didn't like dark-skinned women or something what did he say something yeah he said he don't like dark he said he don't like dark-skinned hoes I don't like dark-skinned hoes he said they're harder to they're basically he said something along the lines of they're harder to break than light-skinned hoes yeah and meaning he trying to say that black women, that dark women, are he's basically doing the whole colorism thing. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, I don't like it. And I don't respect it. But I don't expect much from him because I don't feel like he's gonna be here anytime soon. But my issue is once you get put on, don't shit on the people that help put you on because right. you black as hell yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with being black or dark skin, but you black as hell yourself. So don't disrespect another dark skin woman because you have your own insecurities i mean even i just think that it's i think even if you're as a as a like i'm i'm light-skinned if you have not seen me guys so when we if we touch into colorism just a little bit you know growing up as a light-skinned girl you know we didn't really talk about it amongst our family like we didn't really talk about light-skinned dark-skinned this that and the third but when people used to say little things like, you know, everybody gets teased for something. So if I got teased for being like white girl or light bright or something, you know, and I tell my mom like, oh, so-and-so said that, you know, my mom and my family always raised me to not even utter like you black this or you dark this or like, and William can vouch for me. I don't even say that now. Like, I don't really... We don't talk like that. And in my family, like, my intermediate family, we're, we're pretty light-skinned, but our my entire family is a lot of, like, we're all different shades. So, like, I never thought to even utter those words or even have those thoughts. Like, if a woman is beautiful, she's just beautiful. But being a light-skinned woman, I am aware that people do treat light-skinned women better. There are people out there who who... But like there are people who do treat light skinned women better than a dark skinned woman, and I really I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable because it's like that's not fair. And we all pretty at the end of the day. And honestly, the reasoning why you would like a light skinned woman over a dark skinned woman is silly. You know, everybody can have their preferences. I'm not saying that you can't prefer whatever, but when you're downplaying somebody. That doesn't fit into your preference. Downplaying, being condescending, saying mean things about that that whoever that's that is the problem. That's bad. That's mean. That's colorist. <laughs> like that's bad. You know, it's really mean. It's really demeaning, and it really is the reason why we as a people can be divided. Because you have your preferences. There's dark-skinned men who only want to date dark-skinned women. You know what I'm saying? That's your preference. But when you have a light-skinned man or a dark-skinned man even that only wants to date light-skinned women, and when when you start saying 
why it's really just doesn't sound good at the end of the day. That's as plain as I could put it. it. It's not nice. It's really condescending. It's really demeaning towards black people as a whole. Because black people, when you think of a black woman, do you think of a light-skinned woman? Probably not. Do you think of a mixed woman? Probably not. You think of a black woman. And a black woman could mean, I mean, it could mean anything to you, but I'm saying like, it's just not cool, and it really tears us apart at the end of the day. So when I hear of men saying, and I've heard a lot of men say things about that, and I've heard men even say to me, like, oh, see, I, I had a guy say to me, like, I like you because you light-skinned, you got long hair. I said, get out of my face. Like, that doesn't make <laughs> me feel, that does not make me feel better about myself because you like me. Because, like, that is so, like, I would never talk to a brother that said that to me, ever, in life, no. Because, like, that's so corny to me. He really was like, yeah, you light-skinned. Get out of my face. Goodbye. And William knows that I really will say it. Like, get out of my face. Goodbye. You're done. You're done. Like, that does not flatter me. They, I, because I am this of this elite, you think I'm a, of this elite group. Like, if you don't get out of my face, goodbye. And I just wish that, and there, there are some light-skinned women who, you know, they aren't going to say get out of my face. They think a little differently. But for me, being raised a certain way, that's just not acceptable. It's not acceptable. So when I see men and I see rappers that act like that, it's just like, that's just really unacceptable. Like, y'all need to really get it together. No one's saying that you can't. Like, there's lights. Like, this. what I mean. I think that, like, I think all shades of black men are beautiful. But, of course, everybody loves dark. Like, dark-skinned men are handsome. Like, Ralph Andrew Queen Sugar is handsome. But, I, I mean, <laughs> I have a boyfriend. But, you know, like, who is light-skinned? Boyfriend is light-skinned. <laughs> you get a little caramel, though. That excites me. <laughs> All but I think you know, about right like, now, you I talk about like, him, I think about him doing you know, the, the chance the rapper gas me up there. <laughs> yes. But, like, I'm saying, like, I just don't think that's cool to, to, to try to, like, downplay and be mean to somebody else. That's mean. And it's, like, it's beyond mean. It's, like, like I said before, it's just unacceptable. So what I hear, like, rapers and other black men that have the platform to uplift us as a people... When they put us down, especially our women, it's like, oh, come on now. I almost liked you. Like, you know, you just be like, I almost liked you. Then you said that. Now I can't listen to none of your stuff. Now I can't buy your songs. Now I can't. (laughs) Because, like, people do, you do realize that. Once you start buying people's song, like once you, if you're still buying their music, if you're still, you know, following them on Twitter, Instagram, you're still like investing in their brand. And I think that's another thing that black people need to stop doing. Like, stop investing in stuff that isn't really for us. Just because it has a black face on it, that person doesn't necessarily represent us or want to represent us. So, you know, Young Thug, if he calling people whatever's. Stop supporting his music, men and women. Stop investing in him. Call him on his stuff. You know, really dig into him. You know what I mean? Like, I just think, you know, Kodak Black, I mean, don't support. Like, you just have to really stop supporting brands, people especially, that y- y'all use us. And then when you, y'all use us, and then when y'all get to this point, 
then it's like, oh, I don't need y'all no more, so I want the white folk now. I want massa now, so I'ma just like get rid of my black folk. For us, by us, like we need to support people that are actually for us. Like for the people. Like, cause how are we gonna band together as a whole if we're entertaining and or letting people entertain us actually? Like, you know what I thought about when you were talking about all of that? What? The episode of Girlfriends mm-hmm. when Tony had went out on a date with this dark skinned millionaire. And when she went to describe the date with, you know, Joan and all of them, and they asked him, Will you ever see him again? She said, No, he's too black. And so they were like, no. what you mean too black? Like, you know, too ghetto, too hood, like, you know, too what? And she was like, no, he's too black. Like, mm-hmm. purple black, blue black. And oh my God. I know it's not funny, but Maya was like, damn, Tony, you ain't too bright yourself. But it's like, it goes back, you know, to, like, your own insecurities. Like, later on in episode, she... Reason why she didn't want to date a darker skinned man like herself because she didn't want her child to go through the same thing that she went through. And that's the reality for a yes. lot of dark skinned yep. people, especially dark skinned women. Exactly. And I think that that's just like so deep. And I think that's why a lot, like it just dates back to slavery. Like the lighter you were, the more you could pass. Like, in passing, people say, oh, that's being a sellout. Back in the day, passing was a form of survival. I'm not I'm not saying that passing was right. But people passed to get out of slavery, to make, to do, to make wealth, and to do things that they were, like, that they needed to do to survive. If you were so light or so white, rather, that you could survive and pass as a white person, in that time especially, where Black people was slaves. People were trying to do that. And like the the what I think was a mistake was y'all passed and then y'all didn't another come y'all ain't come back after y'all passed. Like <laughs> y'all y'all ain't passed, do what you had to do and come back and try. I mean some people did though. Some people did like pass and then they worked on the underground railroad and they did but like some people passed and they really passed and did their thing. Now, that's not necessarily for the people. You know, that's not necessarily what you should be doing. But I think that I get it. And I think that we've been accustomed, we've been programmed to believe that being dark, being darker than a paper bag is not desirable. And so since slavery, the Willie Lynch theory, I mean, it's been since forever that we're not supposed to accept our darker darker skinned brothers and sisters that they're not supposed to be accepted by society. So people I've heard, I've grown up with people that have said like, oh, you don't want to get somebody too dark or you don't want to get somebody with bad hair or you don't want to get somebody that has a big nose or, you know, you better press your hair off for that. I've had people say to me like, so how are you going to wear your hair for that interview? Or how are you going to wear your hair when this happens? You're going to press your hair off, right? Because you can't walk up in there with your hair in the afro. Like I've had people say that to me and I am light-skinned. So like I don't get the, I, of course, I don't suffer from the same, uh, pain that darker skinned women suffer from it's a whole different thing I, I can only imagine what 
some women do go through, you know, that are that are darker skinned. Um, and I'm not trying to and see. I think a lot, I think our mistake is that with light skinned light skinned people, we try to like claim their struggle as our struggle when it's not. And I think that like once we realize that we don't have that same particular struggle as far as complexion and stuff like that, then we could kind of come together more. But until then, we're going to have a problem. But with the hair thing, definitely, like, people, like I said, you going to wear your hair curly? Are you going to wear your hair to afro? Or no, you're you gonna... absolutely right, because even when, you know, I had my little curly top, um, and I will go on job interviews, I will see, you know, like, the way some people will look. Or, like, even, like, my own family, they'll be like, you know, what you going to do with your hair? Because I, I now understood clearly what they meant, because they judge you by that. But, like, my mentality was, like, if you don't want me based on my hair, then I don't want to work for you. If you have those already preconceived notions, then you don't need me. It's a thing. It's a real thing. People really judge you based off of your hair, based off how you look. I mean, we know it's ignorance. You know it's racist. You know it tends back to, it goes back to a lot of things. But, like, your appearance is, is, Still a judgmental factor to a lot of these different companies. It's a thing. It is some. It is a, a thing. So I think you know, being lighter, being mixed looking, all of that is more desired. And you know, light skinned sisters, we do have it a little easier in a lot of circumstances than our dark skinned sisters. You know, some sometimes it is a little tougher for them, a little or a lot. You know, and like I've heard light skinned people and dark skinned people say, like, you know, that baby is black, or you can always tell how dark a baby is going to be by their ears and their hands or their feet. I forget where. Now, you can, that is true, but people really watch and people really get into like making sure their baby isn't dark or whatever. They don't want to, you know, they don't want their kid to go through what they went through, like you said, but. That's just really, I, I can't, I wish that we as a people could just get past that. Mm-hmm. I think now being like black women are really celebrated, like black girls rock the award show was amazing. In order for us to heal, like shows like, like award shows like black girls rock is good and insecure is really good, like. I know we might not have a lot of time to talk about that, but shows where we see our people in these roles doing, like, acting and singing and, you know, being lawyers, like, that can kind of, that definitely can inspire, like, our generation and generations to come to be all that they can be and to embrace their beauty. Black Girls Rock, honestly, I will go to it. It looks lit. I love the appreciation for us by us, FUBU style, get into it. Um, I just think like it's important for black people, especially black women, to have some sort of safe place, some sort of environment that you know you can watch. Even if you're not there, you can watch from home and see a representation of yourself and see a shade of yourself and see just something that you might not see outside of your neighborhood or see people achieve things from your 
from areas like your neighborhood that gives you something to aspire you to and aspire to be that you can be more than your environment your circumstance i think black women well black girls in general because they are having the hardest time and just trying to make it in this world just trying to make it even past to high school past college like there's so much in their way the most disrespected person in america is the black woman not only not only is she disrespected by men not only is she disrespected by women and men and women outside of her race she's disrespected by black men men that are supposed to protect men that are supposed to provide men that are supposed to shelter her and help her and also have to defend herself against other black women the most disrespected person in america is the black woman point blank period fight me it is true i mean it's something that and like you know it's, it's really difficult being a black woman like because you know you kind of go through different you go through like how y'all go through stereotypes where people like you said people are intimidated by y'all you know or people just don't say nothing or they write you off as a thug you know like it's definitely a lot of stereotypes for the black men i mean i wouldn't i mean really it's a lot and i've i know that because i have like my father and I have cousins and uncles and like you know I I, I know how that is I mean I, I don't know because I'm not a black man but I've seen like and I've heard about things but as a black woman living in my skin it, it's it's really diff it's it's different <laughs> because especially if you're a black woman who is like a black woman that's standing with natural hair that's wearing whatever she want to wear if you're a black woman that's not adhering to european standards then you are gonna hear some weird shit (laughs) and weird shit is going to be said to you and might be done to you like i said on the last episode but it's hurtful things too because now that we're past the whole colorism experience i'm just speaking like i'm a black woman period 